What's your name? And I heard the general hey. say, We've just about got the city under control now. Yeah, 20 miles an hour in my long Bentley. Shame when you hate it, that's what the Lord sent me. Shit, lately I've been practicing my gas fix. Cause that's what I'ma give them when they land in last place. Hand right by the hammer, ain't too many CNC and I still they wanna take my gifts. Till I rap them with the fifth, my regular sin is piff. Currency and cashmere, you done drove your bitch away, I know where she can crash here. Yeah, I'm counting people like the cashier Living like I'm limited, breathing like it's my last air My boy in and out the box, super stupid soldier Told me if he can do it again, he do it, it over. over Poverty's King Cobra, squeeze your Happy life birthday, out my This man, is the and casualties I should write about mm, These rappers ain't iced out, they just fooling niggas Running around town fakers and only your cubic uh. niggas Only money matters in the game, fuck the fame I gotta eat dollar signs, feed my hunger pain Music like hell we and I'm the same Think me like I'm something sweet Be a part of summer slang Most hated, most doubted That's what they shouted I'm on top now There's nothing they can do about it You better have your guns Walk away, I'm around Ain't no way around it you motherfuckers can rap till you blue in the face You'll probably turn into smurfs with the time that you waste Throughout history they've thrown shots at the grace But I yeah. shoot back, the Lord ain't designed me for hate hey. I've never understood Martin Luther with his speech With the whole world watching me turn the other cheek never So there's one left to die in the streets Cause his long arms happen to connect with his reach Tried to kill you then, them near misses was God's kisses True Hollywood story, ghetto tie bridges Different strokes that nigga broke, this nigga rich You only read about the cars that I paddle shift You only dream about the hoes that I dabble with Back in the views like a postcard, imagine this White stones, black steel, cold chrome The city's my doormat, bitch, I'm home, sweet home uh. Only money matters in the game, fuck the fame I gotta eat dollar signs, feed my hunger pain Music like heroin, we and I'm the same Think me like I'm something sweet, be a part of summer slang most hated, most doubted, that's what they shouted I'm on top now, there's nothing they can do about it You better have your gun, cause walk away I'm from Ain't no way around it, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting over here, Eman Bates. That would be I. What's happening, my friend? Uh, Nothing much, man. Uh, The ambiance here looks a little bit different than our normal spot. Yeah, I know. This is nice. We're in the Foundation Hotel down in Detroit. But anyways, that was uh, Home Sweet Home by Lloyd Banks off The Hunger for More 2. The reason we chose that tonight was for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, you already heard, it's a, it was his birthday a couple days ago, so happy birthday, Lloyd Banks. And then two, our guest tonight, Nick Speed, produced that song. That's right. <laughs> what up, though? What up, man? What thanks up, for coming. Dude? Man, Glad thanks you... for having me, man. appreciate you. Man, yeah, though, I'm just honored that you're here right now. Oh, this man. is awesome. Thank <laughs> you, man. Hey, man, salute, man. Salute y'all, man, for doing your thing, for real. Yeah, man, we're uh, we're really happy with the direction of this podcast, man. And uh, we seem to be booking more and more guests. And the fact that like people like you that are in my eyes Detroit legends, man, yeah. like that are willing to come on here and do this shit is thank you, means man. the world to us, man. So appreciate you coming. No, thank you, man. And uh, you know, it's it's a good time, man. It's a good thing that uh, y'all got this going. Y'all gave me some. What is this? Right. Yeah. That's so. In our podcast, every week we try a new Michigan brewed <laughs> beer. 
uh, and we t- we talk about it a little bit, and then we get into talking music. So okay. we're going to have a lot of questions for you, so we might as well pour up these beers first. Up, and yeah, let's let's, let's yep. let the people hear it. Yep. All right. So <laughs> there it is. Coming from uh, Griffin Claw Brewing, oh, yeah. we got the El yeah, Libro yeah, yeah. Crisp Mes- Mexican Lager. You know, Saint, uh, not Saint Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, I'm going to have to uh, incorporate this in my Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see how it is, though. We had to get the... Uh, you know, we had to get the ambiance going for like that, man. Yeah. So I, I do love like those like crisp like lagers, for instance, just because they're drinkable. You know, like it's not like really heavy on you, like a stout. Not really like you know too crisp, like especially like with a uh, you know spring and summer coming about. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just kind of pound it and still be good. I think it's only like four point five percent alcohol too. So right, uh, yeah, that's what's so up. So it won't sneak up on you or anything like that. So that's good. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's well, what's up. You want to hand me one of those glasses? I can pour this bad boy. Pour up. There you go. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Let me get the. I'm uh, trying to share this video y'all got going on Facebook. Hold on, let me see. But uh, right. yeah, man. Guess it's probably my notifications or something. But yeah, you know. Yeah, you want to pass me a beer, please? Semi decent pour. <laughs> Holy shit, I thought you had one. Dude, you actually have it. Oh my God. Oh no, we need that for the camera. He actually did get it. Neil I was not a nice, nice pour. Nice, nice that pour. is a great pour. <laughs> It's a lucky day. Hey, man, you was a bartender or something in your past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I don't know if my pour is going to be that That's good. That's good. Okay. I'm I like right. that. Cool. Yeah, usually, so while we're pouring up, I like to, since we just uh, played the track that you produced, yeah. I also wanted to pull up just for a second to give them a little taste mm-hmm. of your rapping skills as well. Oh, wow, man. And... Um, I'm a big fan of the Deep Cyphered album. Oh, man, thank you, man. Yes, it it actually great. won some awards, man. It was a beautiful thing. Detroit Shout Underground out. Awards, right? Yeah. Shout out to Uncle P. Yeah, yeah. It won, uh, I actually won an MVP award for that, uh, I guess, that year. And then Detroit Music Award for uh, Outstanding Rap Recording last year. This That's track awesome. right here, man, yeah. just you by yourself, is oh, one of my man. favorites on here. Uh-oh, what, baby? Oh, wow. I love this, man. Thank you, man. You really want to pay attention, yeah, cause that's the new music. Exactly. Some of my heroes had to start broke, famous face and can't afford a so See, I've been working, I just wanted you to notice. I sent you everything, but you didn't open up the folders. I started making trash cause it was cheaper than laptop. I always win the game, shit, I can win it at halftime. You know the deal, you can't afford to let your soda spill. We dropped the champion mixtape and moved a quarter mil. Directed Digi Design, that's with that bragged dough. And fame is not the reason I became a rapper foe. Shit, I'm brighter than the Apple store. Stroking a giving a Cobra, give her afterglow. She bring it back and she throw it back at me. I get it in deep when she on the back flatly. Trap money like a bear, hunter. And when I see it tap, honey, like a snare drummer. Shit, I did it on my own. Detroit on my broad shoulders. I'm coming for your troops and whoever you call soldiers. But obstacles are made to push you harder than you used to. It's not about who you know, it's about who introduced you. I'm making history that defies the timeline. Gorgeous is the skyline whenever it's prime time. I break the rules and I always get accomplishments. And that's only besides the fact that I'm brim with confidence. You understand, man, I took a splash out of good shit. And when baby walks, she moving more cracked than a pusher. My new raid is where you ain't even heard it for free. Made it where you can't even move without a permit from me. More deposits than withdrawals, I'm a cash down. And if I don't get it, I grasp till I latch on Heart like plaza, boss like master Seen him as a young nigga, have a hard life as a D-boy I reminisce like T-Roy But capturing the moment every time that I see joy So hood, I take royalty checks to the check cashing Expect prop payment, dressed in the best fashion Pow! 
That's Nick Speed, baby, um, off his 2017 project, Deciphered, which wow. you should all go cop right now. You can get on all the streamings, wherever you buy music, wherever you stream music, go get that shit, because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's that's a great track. Thank um, you, man. Big fan of that. I was going to pick one that had, uh, I was going to go with, originally, I was going to play the one with L's Danny I. Brown oh, on Danny. it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what you about. Because yeah, that was man. the first one off the project that I heard, because yeah. I think it was, uh, what was it, Paul Rosenberg yeah, tweeted Paul that Rosenberg shit? Yeah, Paul Rosenberg tweeted it, man, and it just changed my life. Was that <laughs> Shout out to Paul Rosenberg. Yeah. Big Paul, man. What's up? <laughs> I know, like, we were, like, because we met down here before, yeah. actually, like, a couple months ago, uh-huh. or, like, a month ago or so, yeah. and then we were talking, actually, about that specific track yeah yeah the danny brown one. Oh, and then man when he actually did that verse was uh 2006 or seven. Oh wow yeah, yeah. damn old danny yeah. brown yeah 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 man shout out danny the man. hybrid yeah he, he came down here uh the other week too man you know you never know where danny gonna pop up man We've seen him perform a couple of free shows Twice. down here. He did the Russell <laughs> building once. He did that Vans off the wall shit that was yeah, at, that, yeah, uh, yeah. at that building. So that was pretty cool. Dude. That my, was that's crazy, That's my brother though. right there, man. That was so... They packed that place too much, man. He couldn't even get in. It oh, was like... Man. It was fucking crazy. Because Danny only do a couple shows in Michigan or Detroit a year, which mm-hmm. is smart. You right. know what I mean? Because yep. it's like that way, every, it's always going to be packed. Yeah. You know what that's I mean? That's very smart. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if I could afford to do that, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I would, but you know, <laughs> you know, since I can't afford it, I'll just uh, be DJing Foundation Hotel tonight. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> that's know? awesome, though. But um, um, yeah. Well, Nick, you want to tell a little bit more about the beer before what it tastes like and everything before man, you we know get what? into this asking? It's a cool them? beer, man. I like beers. I like so that let too, me man. See, man. It's very comparable to like just like a Corona and Lime, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it kind of tastes like it has the lime in it already. Yep, that's what it is. Like, you know, like if you get a Corona, like you said, Corona with a fresh lime, it kind of has a little fresh lime. You know, thing we going. were talking about the little catchphrase there. So if you follow us on Untapped, like you can actually check us out and, you know, follow my ratings and everything. <laughs> okay. Untapped actually uses that same thing too. Oh, so Christmas fresh and so clean, clean. clean. Oh, shit. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey some money. I, I hate to say it, man, but yeah, y'all, Andre and Big Boy, for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. That? Know, but you know, hey, we ain't snitching yeah. nothing, you know what I'm saying? But hey, you know, much respect <laughs> to Outcast for that freight. Yeah, it, exactly. Do you know if Organized Noise did that beat, actually? So fresh uh, as up? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I know that Sleepy Brown on the hook. I don't yeah. think they actually... Uh, yeah, actually, I think they did do that one. Okay. Because Outkast did a lot of their own beats, but that's a... That's a equip, no, is that equipment? No, that's... That a, one's uh, off. Stank of, on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yep. say, because I know Speaker Box, Love Below, that's the only one Organized Noise I know didn't really do anything on. No, that's not yeah. the only one. Was well, that? you said the only one they didn't do anything on. Yeah. They were on all of them, for real. They're I mean, really? Yeah, I think okay. so. I mean, at least singing or something. Like, because, you know, Sleepy on... Um, a lot uh, of tracks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's very Where true. Where You Move. Yep. 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 You know what I mean? They're on tour right now together, the whole Dungeon family. Are they really? Man, yeah. I got to go see that. Wherever Ooh. they at, I'm, I'm pulling up. Yeah, I think uh, it's like um, Goody Mob... Uh, Sleepy Brown, Big Boy. I think Andre is the only one that's like not there out of like the immediate. Hey, did like, y'all hear that Andre verse on that Anderson Pot? Oh yes, he's so man. Look, man. So far to me, that's the verse of the year, dude. I agree, man. That's definitely like Jay Z had it last year, mm-hmm. right? But Andre got it right now. I don't know. I. I don't know if I can see anybody topping that verse right now. We're I gotta, about that, I gotta uh, hear it. I gotta hear it. Everybody saying that J Cole verse on a lot with that Twenty One Savage track. That, that one's that good. That was a good too, verse. Wasn't that last year? That was a good verse. 
Tech. Yeah, it was or, like no, was, was that like album two thousand nineteen or two thousand eighteen? You know, it was December. It was oh, like late okay. December. So, so late, yeah, late albums. Yeah. It could count for this year, but we're gonna give it to Andre. Yeah, right now. okay. Andre's but, rhymes are just so complex, though. Like he'll rhyme. And, and like don't the, he always be like, "Yeah, man, I ain't got it no more, man." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he be like, "I'm old now." Such man. a humble flex. I'd be like, like <laughs> dude, like dog, like you got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't wait to work with Andre, man. Obviously, he's one of my biggest inspirations. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know what I mean? It's just like. Actually, man, I want to say AT Aliens especially changed my life. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been a fan oh, yeah. since Southern Playalistic. Yeah, me too. When I was like a kid, kid, you know what I'm saying? But I was a kid when AT Aliens even came out, but it still was just like a life-changing listen, man. Mm-hmm. When I first heard it, I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. And you can, you can hear it in a lot of my music, man. You know what I mean? Like uh, if you listen to like Babylon, you know what I mean? Like you know how it starts off with those voices. It's yeah. Like, uh, Ooh, ooh. Okay. I was gonna say, I, you know I, I, mean? I noticed like, it. Was it the opening track? Is that the opening one? That was the opening one. It was like halfway through, actually. It was like, it will be open. If you had a cassette tape, it'd probably be opening yeah. on side two. Right. You know what I'm saying? But no, the intro. The intro. You're, the you, intro. You may die. Oh. Yeah, that reminds me of Outcast. Yeah. And you man. even have the. Uh, yeah. I noticed you got the sample from Four Brothers in yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. R.I.P. John Singleton, by the way. Yeah. Oh, R- yeah, man. Another one of my biggest inspirations. Me too, man. Like Boys in, seventh, in, the hood? in seventh yeah. grade, that I did a report about John Singleton. And I said that that's who I wanted to be like when I grew up. I wasn't even really doing music seriously like that. I was seventh grade. So. They said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be a filmmaker. So, you know, I did a I did a report with uh, John Singleton on the cover, man. I still remember that. Dude, it's crazy. It's inspiring to me, uh, John Singleton, because you look at, like, all these old photos that, like, Cube have been posting and all these people. They're like, when that movie came out, when he did uh, Boys in the Hood, I think yeah. he was, like, 23 or 24 yeah, years old. John, all like, of them was great. young, man. John Singleton was. Wow. All of them was real young, man. Like, yeah. And then, you know, for him to... Like basically discover Ice Cube mm-hmm. on the film side, yeah, because Cube was fresh out of NWA, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. So he wasn't an actor. Nope. I mean, Cube went on to do his own films. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's just crazy within itself. That like, dude had a whole second stage of his career with that off yeah. a film, and then a third stage. We you know the big three now, but yeah, oh man, <laughs> and he owns some sports networks for LL, right? Yeah, yeah. Cube was another one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Dr. Dre. Ice Cube. Ice Cube is just so smart. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like the fact that his first movie, his first attempt at making a movie is Friday. Like uh, one of the most iconic comedies <laughs> ever, wow. man. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be hard to top Friday too, man. Oh, I know it. I you know, know it. what I'm saying? It's just certain stuff that's just so good that it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, because <laughs> you know, like back in the day, man, like used to just have like a DVD or something. That's all you used to watch. You know what I'm right. saying? Like. <laughs> At least me, like I knew every line in like all my favorite movies because I would just watch them like damn near every day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, Mrs. yeah, Society, Boys in the Hood, uh, Friday, even Janky Promoters was hilarious. That is Dude, hilarious. What, that, oh my god, god. Mike Epps yeah, yeah, yeah. All about the Benjamins is probably my favorite. Out of, but, like them yeah. two together, like oh god, that's just so. Funny. He was a, that was the one. He was a bounty hunter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Mike Epps in the y'all got the lottery up, tickets. And shit. Y'all got to look up when uh, Ice Cube. Well, actually, Mike Epps is auditioning for Friday. Okay, with Ice Cube. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> yeah. He's just making up lines. They just keep laughing. Like they just like, man, we can't stop because he just keep making up his own script. <laughs> was Friday after next was that Cat Williams' first film? 
It could have been. He might have had a small part. I think he might. Did he have a part in Soul Plane or some shit? Man, he, who knows? That every, sounds about Everyone right. had a part in Soul Plane. <laughs> yeah, I might have been. That was soul. before <laughs> Kevin Hart was like a household name. Now, yeah, for yeah. sure. Kevin Hart was in that shit. Yeah, oh, a lot of people. Man. No, it's funny though that you say that about like your favorite movies and shit because I feel the same way about like. Uh, your favorite albums because it was like back yeah. in the CD day, you'd play that shit. You just play so it until it was up. over with. <laughs> yeah. And like, now it's like know, your album lives for a week on the streaming yeah, services. Yeah, it's like, you know, shit. people don't actually even listen to albums, period. Like, no. it's, it's like playlists. So, like, playlists, somebody, singles, yeah, singles, EPs. Playlists. So, basically, you, you you might go to Pandora or something and you type in, you, okay, J. Cole. And then it's the J. Cole playlist, but it's not just J. Cole or his album. Right. No. It's just related artists. Yep. Yeah. And that's how people really listen to music. Right. Now. So, which is, you know, like, I'm it's a person that likes to do albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an album I, person. I, I love the album, the art of albums. Actually, to me, one of the greatest albums ever is Superfly Soundtrack. Dude, it's You know what? Yeah. Easily the Curtis best Mayfield? soundtrack of all time. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Curtis Mayfield, man. Yeah, man, fucking he, body that because, shit. I mean, that might be, like, the first street album, like, you know, where he was kind of cussing I'm a little bit. Mama, mm-hmm. I'm your mama. I'm your daddy. Yeah. I'm that nigga. Like, yeah, yeah, he was talking crazy on there, like, but... What I, you know, for me studying that album, I noticed that um, he almost like, it's it's kind of like a story of a, because really the music is what I really felt about Superfly. The me movie, too, right. It wasn't really the movie for me. It was I like agree. the soundtrack that was just, and I got introduced to that by Snoop Dogg for real. Really? You know what I'm okay. saying? Because Snoop was sampling them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then my pops and them might have had it, but then like it made me want to hear it. So it's like, basically it's like the life of a junkie. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's everybody in the junkie's life. So you got Freddy's Dead, mm-hmm. Pusher Man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Superfly. So it's like each one is like almost a song about each character. Yep. That's crazy. And it's yeah. like I actually had an idea to just like take the concept of that but not like sample Superfly or nothing like that. I don't want to – like I don't even want to do the same exact concept, but I like the fact that he did like a, a different character for each song like – in, in in this person's life, yeah, the storytelling aspect of it. It was, was like a storytelling a, yeah, that first aspect. person. You know what I mean? And the music was so cold, yeah. man. I think Curtis Mayfield's got to be one of the most sampled soul artists in hip hop, and slept on too, and slept oh, yeah. on. Because yeah, I don't right. hear a lot of Curtis on the radio. Mm. Now, I barely hear. I don't think I ever hear Curtis Mayfield on the radio. No, maybe move on up, and that's about it. And they'll cut yeah. it real short because it's yeah, like an eight like, minute song. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like y'all need to show Curtis a little bit more. I heard love Pusher on the radio. Man once, but it was you know like XM radio. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. like uh, you know like. When I was growing up, like, uh, you know, they had, like, 92.3 or whatever. And it's right. like, on the weekend, they might play a little Curtis or something. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. That's about it, man. Like, he don't really get that radio play, but he's like an underground, like, soul singer. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He don't... But, you know, I mean, that make you appreciate it a little bit more, too. Yeah, yeah. and you know a musician to the end, too, man. He recorded his last album in his hospital bed, you know? Wow, like, did he? Yeah. I didn't know he, that. And you know he, what? He kind of, like, Dilla always reminded me of Curtis, too, a little bit, too. He sampled a couple of Curtis joints, but he always, like, yep. just kind of even just reminded me of how he looked, even. You know what I mean? Dude, what a sampling king Jay Dilla was. Jay Holy Dilla was shit. the best, man. <laughs> the best. <laughs> like, man, I remember hearing Jay Dilla when I was, like, Man, I don't even know. I want to say 12 for real. Like, mm-hmm. I was really a little, little kid. Like, and uh, I just remember it didn't sound like nothing. And I couldn't believe it was from Detroit. And I was like, wow, this is like, at the time, I'm listening to like Red Man, Nas, and Biggie, and all this stuff. Right. But like, Dilla music just stuck out. Like, I just couldn't, just first off, it's from Detroit. Yep. And this, and I'm thinking like, you know, they was just heroes to me, superheroes to me, really. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know them. They was older. They was from Detroit. It's like, 
wow, they're in my city. Like, that just made it even more exciting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Eminem, hearing Eminem early on, hearing Jay Dilla early on. Actually hearing those two artists and for them to make it, let me know that I had an ear. You know what That's I'm saying? Wild, yeah. Even though I didn't discover them, I didn't work with them or anything, but I knew it was dope when I heard it. I remember yeah. I was talking, I tell Neil this story, like my fir- <laughs> very first two albums I bought with my money, because I'm, you know, I'm, on, I'm 28 now, yeah. but at the, same, at the time I was maybe like, I was in seventh or eighth grade. Uh-huh. First two albums I bought, actually first three albums was Chicken and Beer, nice. <laughs> uh, Crunk Juice, and D12 World. Oh, first yeah. three albums. <laughs> <laughs> I got scolded Man. by my mom for all three of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. I sure. can't tell you that I ever actually listened to Crunk Juice, the album. <laughs> it was yeah, so dope, I don't bro. think I ever did. Wait, who was that, Lil John? Lil John. Yeah, Lil yeah, John sure Eastside Boy. I love Lil John, <laughs> Me too. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think I ever heard the album. Me neither. No, he had, uh, what was that, Roll Call with him and Ice Cube. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hard. Sure. That was hard. <laughs> That's you tight. know, hey, Lil John got some fire, man. That's she when he does. was off that. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I got to see him play uh, at Four Field because he uh, did the halftime show for the Lions. Oh, yeah, wow. uh, last year. Yeah, damn. He Shout finds out a way, John, man. He always finds a way to sneak back in too and he catch does, a hit. You know, know what I mean? <laughs> that Turned DJ snakes. He can yeah, literally man. disappear and come back and like just like oh, because he just sounds sweet on the mic <laughs> yeah. and he make fresh beats. So it's like you just got to give it up to him. <laughs> I Shout agree, out. man. He's an inspiration too, but kind of in a different way. Like, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like people that just like really inspire my music, like you know, it's, in some kind of ways, Lil John inspired my music too. You know what I'm saying? And my DJing and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as just getting the party hype. But I know if I play a little John record, I don't know. I grew up in that era, so in a way, that's like fights in the club, period. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure, man. And in Detroit, it was really fights in the club. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Nah, oh, yeah. It was, yeah. Nah, it was going down. It was going down for real. It like. almost sounded like kind of like that Chicago, like drill type shit almost. Oh, like, it was yeah. way yeah. early, bro. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and. As a DJ, that taught me, like, I could change people's mood. Like, I'm not about to play a whole set of Lil John right now. That's, yeah, that's smart. foundation. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's not the right environment right. for it. But, or even really at a hood bar either, because, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just might, it might go down. It, you can, know? Go, it can get dangerous They might just start quick. reminiscing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, remember back in 2000, my man? Like, <laughs> I remember watching an interview once with, like, 3-6 Mafia where they were talking about their early days and, like, how, like, they would get banned from so many venues because every time they play, it'd be mad fights in there. People were just going ape shit, throwing yeah. shit. Fucking like. But doesn't it sound like a good time <laughs> yeah, to man. some people, though? Like, <laughs> people are like, what? They were fighting? I'm going. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, yeah. if you think that, about it, like rock concerts <laughs> with mosh pits and stuff like yeah. that, too. Yeah. Man, look, man. Detroit's so crazy. Mm-hmm. People would be like, hey, man, you know somebody got shot up there. And they'd be like, for real? Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what type of stuff is that? Sounds bro? dangerous. Let's do it. <laughs> I never was the let's go up there guy. You know what I'm saying? Let's stay away from that. Why would I'm you not do that? going. Matter of fact, I'll never be in there. So funny when you talk to people outside of Detroit and they're like, you're from Detroit? What's that like? Is it crazy? I heard it's crazy. You're like, I mean, kind of. Hey, <laughs> Depends yeah. on where you're hanging out at. Oh, for sure. No, it gets dangerous. Yeah, no. hey. yeah don't get that twisted. But yeah. I know we downtown and all everybody, oh, it's all safe. Like, yeah, they still around no. here. Don't get it twisted. No. No, but man, going Detroit. back to what you were saying about how Outcast is one of your mm. earliest inspirations. Absolutely. I, I feel you on that because they changed my perception on what hip-hop could sound like. For sure. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, it was that singing, man. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? It was like, I never, you know, me listening to rap before that, and it was like, like you said, the You May Die intro, 
and stuff like that. The um, Babylon, yep. a Jazzy Bill. It was just all this harmonizing going on. And it was like, it wasn't even words. It was just, ooh. Yep. So I'm like, man, this, it, this is so cold. It was like I could get with that. You know yep. what I'm saying? It right. wasn't just no R&B hook trying to get on. Like Because the South wasn't even really like doing anything around that time either. No, yeah, they're yeah. the beginning. They're the beginning. It was like yeah. if Funkadelic would have made music in the '90s. That's yeah, what it man, sounded like. You for know sure, I mean? man. I mean, and, and they had Babyface. They could have went to it any time. Like, yep. hey, hey, Face, come on, drop a hook for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Usher, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, label mates. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they could have easily went that route. They was. Man, Andre himself starts singing. Like, man, I got this. You yep. know what I mean? Let me make the beat. And like, he sure does, man. Some of them tracks that he sings on Idlewild and shit are fucking like the something blue. Oh, man. That song is so cool. Idlewild is slept on. That's a great soundtrack. I love that album. Yeah. I love it. Album. <laughs> hey, it, it was this uh, greatest hits album they came out with, man. They had like three little bonus songs on it. I'm a real big outcast, man. Mm-hmm. So it was like, uh, I can't remember the name of the songs, but it was, man, you might have to pull this up, too. Okay. It was, uh, oh man, it was like Best of Outcasts or something. It was like these little three extra songs. I think Whole World might have been one of them. Okay. And then, like, all of the albums went super platinum, but it was uh, Moving Cool, Okay. I think, and it was another one. I can't remember the name of that one. That's my favorite one. Oh, See if they man. have it on the streaming services up here. Yeah, that, wait, that's it. That's it. Oh, that's not- no, no, that last one. Is that it? That, that was, was the picture from That it. was just the picture that they have on oh, there. Oh, wait, no, they ain't there. Hold Let's on. Let's see if they have it man, on there. listen, album. man. Shout out, Outkast. I, I, I can't wait to work with y'all. Oh, my God. That'd you know be amazing. Yeah, I, I got a beat it. for Andre right now. Really? I got a beat for him right now. If I ran into Cast today... Or Dre, I got it from him right He just now. needs to get out of his own head, man, because he always says, I don't got it anymore. Big Boy's better than me. I'm rusty, this and that. It's like, like you yeah. clearly still got right. it. Every feature. Big Boy did. You got the of the year right now. <laughs> Big Boy was on the halftime show, wasn't he, for Super Bowl? Yeah, he Recently, killed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he killed yep. it. Yeah, he did kill that. That was a weird little setup they had going it was, on. But like, the Big Boy part was tight. I still I, I, feel yeah. some type of way about, uh, what was it? Travis Scott interrupting the SpongeBob song, though. A bit, yeah. <laughs> I feel so, a little bit. Well, man. see, I like Travis. I but think they missed the bit. mark on that because <laughs> being that hip, like, well, Atlanta is like the biggest major market for hip hop right now. They could have done something so much tighter than having Maroon Five. They could have done like, <laughs> oh my god, all the classic Atlanta artists. You know what I mean? I don't mind. Here's the thing: I don't know? mind Maroon Five. I actually don't. I don't mind them at all. I find them real corny, man. I can't get into it. It's it's just, it's just like I, I feel like they just like. Whatever sound is popular at the time, that's what they make their next single sound like. And they'll put like a Wiz Khalifa on a hook or Kendrick on a hook or something. Didn't and they have like, one with Cardi or something? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, they did have one with Cardi. You're right. Yeah. Damn. It was it was an older album from them. It was like, early, like, what was it? Oh, Songs About Jane, that right. album. Oh, okay. Like, it was like one of their first ones. That was like when I started getting into them. And then, yeah, I see you kind of going like the, you know, a popular. Right. Poppy it just feels route, like yeah. it feels like a Miley Cyrus move to me. Like where you're like you recognize that hip hop is this huge entity, so you're like, let me just see if I can piggyback off this to make myself a little money. I'm glad you, know you know brought I mean? that up. I really <laughs> wonder how Miley Cyrus feels right now that people fuck oh, yeah. with her dad more than her right now, currently. I know, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like her pops is still popping. Oh, <laughs> pops is popping. <laughs> hey, I found this song too. Oh, you called, found it? It's called Funkin' Around, bro. Funkin' Around. Damn, I ain't heard this in so long. Please play that for just one time for I me. Will. Just, just a little clip, man. Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, here, I'll just give you the thing. No, man, you just go ahead and hit, right. that, hit that funkin' around, man. All right, let's see. Hit that funkin' around, bro. Outcast. Yeah, I ain't about to DJ yet. 
funk. <laughs> but you know, for those that have never oh, heard it. this song, I want to introduce y'all to it. And for those that know it, I know y'all love it. Check it out. Here's Outcast funking around. Oh, this is so fire. Let's get it. Hello. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Big inspiration on me right here. here. Well, first of all, let me let you Early know. Early days of me making beats. Well, I go by the name of Andre 3000, right? And we're here from a little place called like Stankonia, Georgia, right? You know, right now, everybody wants to be from space and like wants to be from the country and everything like that. You know, like really like the South is like cool to be from the South right about now. Girls, listen up. Between Saturday night and early Sunday morning I don't know, I'm somewhere stuck in between tween I'm out here knowing hip-hop is dead The average nigga on my corner yelling What the fuck you mean, mean? See, we ain't even seen the mountaintop Counterclockwise goes to neighborhood Hand me down some canned goods Won't cut the great coupon We got that make it run Back to the drawing board Can't afford to lose, y'all make me yawn One, slash one, slash 91 My teacher sees potential in me Set it down, son Now let me tell you like I heard it When I felt deserted It wasn't no other way to word it Got my feelings murdered by the bullet of bad The singer of sad Songs to make you long for your mom and your dad Play a clash with polka dots I hope you ain't mad Back up little mama I'm about to react yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> I've never heard it before I'm trying to tell you I haven't even This is cold. Underground Outcast Come on, this one play <laughs> they got that cameo influence, you know, cameo from uh, Atlanta. My nigga, why you snoozing? I'm dreaming. I'm tiling all PM. You mount to the same thing everyday life per diem. Never trying to be nothing but a damn what you're being. One nation under the cool should be the rule. When the young man or young lady begins to start grade school, silence before violence. Nine times out of ten times, the quietest is the livest. Bumbling through your privates. Daddy fat sass, can they have your back? No. Such a play up, your southern frog got me sprawled out And your black book, my name was crossed out Move from starting to second string, now in the doghouse Reminiscing, the party you was missing Instead of arguments, you think about the hundred my hip-hop players right, right now <laughs> you better bounce so far Rock, roll, skate Rock, roll, skate Hey And then the horn arrangements
rap group of all time right there. Man, Jesus, that is how. Hey, look, that just proved it. I've <laughs> never heard that before. I haven't either. That's off of wow. greatest hits, huh? I haven't even. Yeah, man. I they never had, like they bothered. Three to look. bonus cuts on there, like I told you, man. I'm a real diehard Outkast fan, man. That was one of my joints right there, funking around. You brought up a good point too, man. They're great with the horn arrangements and outcast music. It's so good. You know what it comes from to me? What I think is, uh, you know, down south they got the the uh, marching bands, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta the second line is a and shit. Hub of like those HBCU like bands and everything. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. So it's like they, you know, I'm sure they grew up off that. I always loved that too. Though I always thought those, you know what I mean. I always wanted to incorporate that type of stuff in my right. music as well. So like, you know, I got a couple friends that went to like Jackson University and stuff like that. So. In Detroit, and I always tried to have them come up here and uh, you know add on to my music and stuff. Like I even worked with a uh, Cast Tech on oh nice know, on their marching really? band. Yeah. Okay, that's tight. Currently, you know what I mean. Nice. Like, and them kids are incredible. Man. I believe I'm it, bad. man. I oh my it. god, man, they're amazing, man. Like, I can't wait till they grow up so I could really do something with them. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, really put some music down with them. It really you know is know crazy what marching bands could do too, and how it can sound live. Um, when like with mixed with a recording all right so for example what i'm talking about is i just watched the beyonce documentary on netflix yeah and she took like she handpicked like five six different marching bands from different schools around like the houston area that she yeah. was from and put them all together and the production that went into that coachella performance oh, was fucking insane i didn't watch the documentary yet, it's bro. great dude if you're a beyonce fan or not you will it, it's an enjoyable really? yeah, documentary I, I heard that man yeah you know what I mean? it's crazy and like even with me working with cast tech high school man it's like i went to um it was almost about like two months ago maybe a month and a half ago they had like i want to call it a recital but it was basically like you know they had a program or whatever mm-hmm. with the marching band and you know the band director, man, she had them doing, it's only like 30 of them, man. And it's like, she had them doing African dance. She had them doing gospel. She had a couple of them rapping. She had them doing marching band. She had them doing stepping. You know what I'm saying? Like, these mm-hmm. were all different parts of the program. Yeah, with all right. the same kids. So I was like, Chaz. So I'm like, oh, I see why y'all so good. She has y'all playing every format. <laughs> mm-hmm. In every topic you can, yes. dude. Shout out Miss yeah. Allen, man. She's wow. a legend. She's been doing this, I want to say, 20 years over there. <sighs> man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so she left and came back like Big Sean, like, learned mm-hmm. under her even. You know really? what I mean? Yeah, so like, I don't know if he plays an instrument or whatever, but he definitely, still, you know. The yeah. structure and everything like yeah, that. He yeah, he came back and hollered at her and said, what's up? You know, his pictures and stuff, like. So, you know, I didn't go to Cast Tech, but I know that them kids is all cold. That Cast Tech is right next to the TV lounge, right? In yeah, that bar yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw Omar and Nick play there one time. It was actually yeah, like, it was like, it was kind of funny. Like, he was like, you want to go to the show with me? We're playing some kind of like intermission for some kind of dating show. I was like, what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we go there and it was like a, like a panel, right? It was like women on one side, dudes on the other side, and they're like <laughs> asking each other questions. And then the, the set break, him and Omar like played like three songs and then <laughs> went back to this dating That's show. Shit. It was pretty funny. I like playing TV, man. <laughs> TV Lounge is dope, man. It's a sweet setup. I haven't played there in a while, man, but um, they're one of my inspirations for um, me doing a movement after party for sure. Like, that would be sick. Like, you know, I have a movement after party this year. It's going to be on Memorial Day. Mm. Me, Sheefy McFly, DJ Mo Beats, which is Big Sean's DJ. Right. Oh, shit. And, uh, Rose Spit, which is, you know, You know, Rose I saw Sheefy post that actually the other day. Techno City, Grand, man. Yeah. It's been going yeah. on for about four or five years, man. We've been sold out every time. It's just a beautiful party, man. I mean, just off of me being a fan of movement and just hanging out, 
I was like, man, I'm about to do my own after party. You know what I'm saying? Like, once I realized I was really a part of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been playing movement and all of that stuff, man. It's like really my biggest time of the year. That so, lineup is crazy this year, too. It's, oh, yeah. It's oh, that's insane, man. Well, don't, we, don't they got Mad Lib? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They got Mad Lib, and I think Danny's back on it again. Yeah, man. Um, I love is Vince it. playing this year? I don't know if Vince is playing this year. Vince was just here recently. Um, what, didn't you go to that show, or did you no, not go to that, go to that one? That one. The kids smile, or I forget what, the smile you're on smile camera. Or, yeah. or camera, yeah. yeah. Either way, dope, man, man, it's just going to be yeah. a fun time. Like, yeah, I don't care who's on the lineup. No, yeah. It's always fun. It's just going to be a good time. And, you know, let me give you all a tip on movement, too, man. I, okay. I just started really doing this, like, in the last couple years. Like, even though I played it and all of that, go to all the stages. Oh, for sure. Do, like, a little stage tour. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'll have a good time, because... I used to just hang out at the Red Bull stage like the whole time or something because those was like my people. That right. was more like what I like, you know what I'm saying? But just go to all of them. So you know uh, Underground Resistance, right? I'm a part of Underground Resistance. So my uncle's Ray Seven. Get out of here, yeah. man. How's he doing, man? I know you've been <laughs> he in the hospital. He was in the hospital for a while, man. Yeah, uh, man. That's one, of, been, yeah. that's one of my mentors, man. I love Ray, man. Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. man. Ray, Ray is my drummer in uh, Nick Speed Orchestra. He... uh. Cause like, That's crazy. Like the backpack. <laughs> what a small world. He actually got me my first festival gig down here. It was at Backpack Music Festival yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean. Race 7, man. Shout out, man. Get well soon, man. Is that the one you were telling me about that's also in Detroit Techno Militia? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Nice. Race yeah. 7. It's a beast. I heard somebody say uh, he was like the he was the uh, bridge in between like the parliament and the techno. Like You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like You know how they say like. Uh, techno is like craft work meets George Clinton in the elevator. Right. Yeah. Like, he is that. <laughs> He's that. Like it's him, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like as far as drum beats and his pocket, it's like it's the funk and you know, he still man, he be jamming, man. <laughs> I, I've seen it. <laughs> First hand. Ray seven, man. That dude's shout a beast. out shout yeah. out Underground Resistance, period, man. That's my peoples. That's my that's my mentor. John Collin, yeah. That's my all my yeah. all of them is my mentors. They put out my very first vinyl. I, think, thing, I, I think it was the first hip hop vinyl on Underground Resistance. I saw like because they, they bought the NAACP building. And yeah, like yeah, for sure. On the Boulevard. Now, yeah. I used to live over there, but like uh, you know, they they showed me the way to do this, man. And actually, I, w- I will be releasing the uh, Speed of Sound album, which is my first album with Underground Resistance. I will be releasing that digitally soon. Oh, oh nice! Okay, because yeah. I have a lot of albums that I only released on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Following them. You know what I'm saying? Just following wild, them, just man. like vinyl only. You can only get it if you get it right now on vinyl. Like, you know, I look at my music like art pieces. I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's like 100 copies, that's it. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're going to be doing that this year for Techno City. We got a real big surprise for y'all, man. Like, if you, you know, once you come in the door, the first 100 people, I'm announcing this right now, first 100 people will get a Nick Speed, Shifi Me Fly, Mo Beats flash drive. Oh what? shit! On your entry, like okay. as soon as you come in, and I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna spoil the rest, but it's it's gonna be fly. When can and, you get tickets for that? Is it uh, tickets are available now? We, oh shit! Just, I'm about to get that when I get home. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's gonna be at L Club on Memorial Day. Okay. I love L Club. And the first hundred, we'll get that. You know, we we might have to do 150, but no, we might just have to keep it at 100. That's mm, it. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Get the first hundred in. And you know what I'm saying? I got that idea from Sheaf, man, because I, it was this one party he did. And he just gave away a CD just for this one party. And I just thought that was so dope. Mm-hmm. You can only get it at this one party. If you wasn't there, you would never hear I've this. I've been to a few Sheafy gigs. Uh, when he used, he used to have the, what's the, the air up there at yeah, uh, Bob's yeah. Classic yep, Kicks. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because 
Shout out to uh, I think it's Weirdos Game with Loki in them. Uh huh. So, yeah, 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 Loki. That's my people. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, who kind of introduced me to him. So, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. You know what I'm saying? I hang around the whole art community too, man. I'm kind of like, uh, you know, more of a curator, but I need to buy more art and sell it. You know right. what I'm saying? Me I too. guess to be a real curator, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I can put together the artists and say like, oh, yeah, that one's dope. Woo, woo, woo. Let's put them all in the art show together. Like, you know, because I work with the DIA as well, mm-hmm. you know, for the Decipher thing. We're getting into that, actually, yeah. by the way, because I do want to talk about that. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. That was a big project for me, man, and it just showed me that I could, uh, you know, be an artist in a museum, you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, like, one of my artist friends, High Tops, man, she, uh, we went to New York together one time, and she took me to all of the museums out there, Brooklyn Museum. It was like a... I want to say modern contemporary art music, some one of those. You know, it was like three of them. Right. I don't know all the names, but pretty much it was just really dope, and it just made me open my eyes to know that I could incorporate music in the art exhibits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's exactly what happened with Decipher, where I actually did all the music when you walk into the gallery. Really it was like cool. a dream almost, like some ideas I'll be having for years before they actually happen. Mm-hmm. Like Nick Speed Orchestra. I had that idea for years before I could actually find a violinist. I didn't know anybody. You know what I'm saying? I didn't right. know any horn players and all this. Like, I just had the idea, like, wow. And it's like, once you're searching for stuff, it comes to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm writing a rhyme, if I'm writing a song, and I'm walking down the street, I swear the line comes to me because somebody just ran across the street with, like, a yellow shirt on. And it's like, that was it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yellow shirt. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it sparks the idea that I need it. It's crazy where inspiration can come from, man. Everywhere. It comes from everywhere, yeah. man. You, and, and like, for instance, I just, like, the most recent song I just did the other day, like, uh, I got some new rap stuff coming for y'all, too, man. Nice. It's going to be crazy, Ooh. man. I got, some, right. I got some new raps, man. Like, for instance, Baby, right? Like, this, that song we played, mm-hmm. that's just one long verse. No hook, no nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Actually, that's my favorite format to do. I love to do those. I love I, listening if, to if, those. If it's- I could just do that on every song, I would, but I'd have to... I mean, I think it's proven that I know how to make songs, but as a solo artist, I want to still show you that I know how to just put songs together. But I'm still going to change the format. I'm not just right. going to do whatever you... Just like 16s uh, and a hook type hell deal. Hell no, that's it over out. with. Yeah. Niggas don't even do 16s no more. It's crazy. They do 12s, <laughs> right? It's fours, two. eights, 12. Yeah. It might be two. Two minute, 20 songs. Yeah. What uh, what Tierra Whack just do? Um, yeah. 15 minute album, bro. 15 songs. One yeah. song, every... Uh, well, no, well, one song, one minute... 15 minutes total. Okay, I think what you mean to say <laughs> yeah. is uh, 15, 15 one-minute song, yeah. songs. Yeah. Yep. 15 one-minute long songs. That's exactly yep. what I meant to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's what she did, you know what I mean? And I just thought that was amazing. I He knows. I speak Tierra Wax's name. Her. I fucking love her. Her <laughs> and Jesse Ray is like my one and two, like I found out about last year. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, the ladies is running yeah. it right now, man. The ladies got it, bro. Like, yeah. shout out to just all the did ladies. Did you see too. her, uh, the video for that album? Yeah, I did, man. It was amazing, man. I mean, she should be she should be getting more pub. Yeah, you I, know I, what I agree. Mean? But she on her way. Like, you know, she had that single, was it uh, Only Child, that came out after look, that, Look, she might too. be nominated yeah, for the Grammys next year. I went to the I, Grammys I so. this year, by the way. You know Did what I'm you? saying? It was fun, man. Okay. Was it fun? It was crazy, man. I hadn't been to Cali in, like, two years, so it was cool, man. I just got a rental, man, and just rode out, man. You know what I'm saying? I had my little hair twisted up. <laughs> <laughs> hair blowing in the That's wind. I'm up, banging man. that shade four five. You feel me? Well, you can technically... Eddie was, and, and was playing nothing but Dilla because it was February. Be so they- I'm, I'm riding down the... Man, Man, listen. <laughs> listen, it was between, man, I, 
this experience, man, I'm just trying to tell y'all. I'm trying yeah. to explain it in words because I had the satellite radio in the right. rental and all they was playing was Dilla on that. <laughs> and then on the actual radio, I mean, they was playing some new stuff, but they just kept playing Snoop Dogg. And, <laughs> so this all I wanted to hear anyway. <laughs> Ain't no fun popped on. Like, it was brand new. Every, like, I'm talking about it was it got played every hour on the hour. I was like, oh, yeah. How, was the, how were the Grammys, by the way? Beautiful, man. Yeah. I, I met Ron Jeremy. <laughs> really? Oh, shit. For the second, for the oh. second time. I, I actually met him the last time I was in L.A. I'm like, man, how do I keep running into this dude, bro? <laughs> hey, this girl left me a dirty comment under one of my little stories. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I could just only imagine what you guys. What the hell Ron Jeremy was doing at the Grammys? Just hanging out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, it was funny, that man. That dude can do what he wants yeah, at this hey, point. It was yeah. funny. Right, that's what I said. What is Ron Jeremy doing? <laughs> Bro, like he, who, who invited him? But he, I mean, nobody needs to invite him. They just see it. Come on, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was just funny because it was like this girl standing there, and he was just gaming her up so fast, dog. <laughs> and it's like I don't think she knew what was happening because it was so fast. I was like, yeah, Ron was about to get you. <laughs> He's got to be about, niggas in his 60s I'm talking about by now. It was, it was so quick, man. It was like, I saw what was going on. I saw. I wouldn't look that age She up didn't now. even know. It was like she had like stars in her eyes. Like, like she cuckoo, cuckoo. Like, it was like, he said whatever he said. I don't even know what he said to her, but I just seen the body language of him and her. And it was just like so fast. It was like, and it was like, I was like, man, Ron Jeremy was about to have you in that corner. <laughs> I'm about to say, I would Google his age. I don't want to have to clear these browser cookies though, to see what comes up. I'm going to be honest with you. He's got to be in his 60s, bro, at least, I would He's think. He's got to be. Because he was old when he started doing porn. Hey, man. It just so happened that was got one it, of the people it. I met. I was like, oh, why do I keep... Every time I'm in L.A., I see this dude. <laughs> like, dog, I, I done met him twice, dog. Because we went to some restaurant or something like the time before that, and he was just sitting there, like, hit, hanging out. And then, like, you know, this is, uh, I was out there with Trick Trick and Mikey Eckstein. Shout out to Embarco Entertainment. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We was out there with, uh, you know, so we, we out there chilling, man, and it was just crazy how, like, he just popped up out of nowhere. And I think he ended up hanging out with us or something, like, I, I wasn't really hanging out with him, but I think he came back to the place we was at and hanging out with the rest of the people. I was like, bro, like, was y'all hanging out with Ron Jeremy last night? Like, <laughs> I, I kind of seen him at the restaurant thing, but I wasn't really hanging with him. <laughs> I mean, that might have been fun. I don't know. I, but, I mean, hey, he a true G. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you that. I met some rock dude here. He was uh, playing at St. Andrews. I was like, bro, you look like Ron Jeremy, though. He had that mustache, though. <laughs> he was like, I've been hearing that all night. <laughs> like, he was happy about it. My man was from Italy or something. He had a little accent. I was like, oh, yeah, man. You need to go back to the so hotel. Rap. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, like, hell no. Well, anyways, man, for the listeners that me and E-Man know quite about, about you, but for the listeners that don't, I kind of wanted to take it back to when you started recording music in like the 925 Colony wow. and with Elzai and wow. how you kind of got together yeah. with all that. And wow, man. I didn't know if you was going to uh, say that. I kind of wanted that. to go deep with it. <laughs> I didn't know if you was going to say 925. We, we try to do our that. homework here. <laughs> okay, okay. That's what's up, man. Well, um... You know, man, as far as my recording career, man, as far as any recordings, actually the earliest recording that I actually have of myself, which I might include on my album, is uh, my pops teaching me how to count. <laughs> like when I was really like a 
infant. Mm-hmm. And I found that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I got him like one, two, three. You know what I'm saying? And it's my voice. Like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. little baby voice. Yeah. So then, like, four years old, I actually hosted a radio show. So that's how I got my gift to Gab. You know what I mean? Like, I must have had it before that because yeah. they, you know, put me on. So I was interviewing people like, you know, it was a little kid show. So I was interviewing uh, Ringling Brothers and Burnham Billy Circus clowns and really, um, <laughs> you know, the director of the radio station. Um, you know, got to meet President Ronald Reagan. You wow. got to meet Reagan. I, I went to the White House. I was I, I was literally the youngest on air radio personality probably ever. Wow, yeah, probably four years ever. old. That's crazy. Yeah, probably ever for real. Like. Neil, can you scoot over a little bit? I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So four years old, man, they honored me at the White House and all this stuff. Like, I found the paperwork, too. They was asking for my Social Security number and all that. For real. <laughs> really? It's crazy. Yeah, man. So, like, you know, I met Reagan. Actually, all I we, I was making fun of him because, like, they have they, they me, like, next to his podium. And he's, like, reading his speech. And, like, I'm so short at the time that he didn't see what I was doing, but I'm just mock, mocking him, like. Everywhere he say, I'm just like acting like I'm saying it, like mouthing it, like blah, 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 blah. And like playing with my tie and all that, my little bow tie. I probably never wore a tie in my life. You know what I'm saying? At this point, I didn't know what I was doing. You right. know what I'm saying? But I'm just having fun. Like, I don't even know who this guy is or why he's important or anything. Like, the president, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're four. Like, you're, you're four. You don't know what's going on at that I point. I don't really yeah. actually know what's going on. They got me in a suit standing next to this guy. Who is this guy? Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm the important one here. You know what I mean? That's how I felt. But anyway, yeah, man, that was my first little thing of fame, you know. And then from there, uh, I started doing like little mixtapes and you know just trying to like record myself scratching and stuff like that, like at home. Like, oh, I was banned from every radio in my in my entire family, <laughs> every house. Nope, get away from that radio. <laughs> Because this is the funny part. Like, you know, my people, they love music. They have records, all of that. But me being the first hip-hop baby, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. me being, like, one of the first hip-hop generation babies, they didn't understand all this. You about to scratch up my records and all right. this. Like, no, nah, like, no, nah, bruh. <laughs> get off my record player. <laughs> get off my CD player. Get off all that. <laughs> like I'm, they didn't know I was kind of knew what I was doing. I'm sitting there like, dip, 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 dip. like you know, I'm trying to learn how to scratch. They like, no, you ain't about to scratch up none of my stuff. Like they thought it was like scratch to them sound like scratch it up. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm just like cutting. You know, I'm just like DJing. trying to cut it. Yeah. Literally, I'm a DJ right now, though. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's just funny how like <laughs> how all that works. So anyway. We went from there, ninth grade, eighth, ninth grade, get a karaoke machine, start recording the homies at the crib. Little did I know I was kind of producing, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I was just like, I, 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 me being a DJ already, I was like familiar with, uh, you know, where to get the music from. Like I knew where to find the instrumentals and stuff like that, right. instrumental versions and buy the single for it just to get the beat. And stuff like that. So we would record to that kind of stuff for like years, actually. And then we finally uh, started making beats on our own. Like once somebody tried to charge us like 300 400 Basically, I did a song in the studio. I remember it, it must have cost us like $1,000 to do this song, I swear. Wow. That's how it seemed. I don't know how much it cost, but between the beat, the studio time, we had to buy the actual reel-to-reel tape and pay the produce. Man, it was just too much. So it was like, man, I'm about to learn how to do this myself, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to get some equipment and just do this. Like, you know, fortunately, I was so young that, like, I was willing to learn. And, you know what I'm saying? My mind was just open to say, like, right. I can learn this. You know what I'm saying? And just got some, got a piece of equipment, man. And it's funny because, like, a lot of people had equipment. You know what I'm saying? But some of them never learned how to use it. So I took advantage of those situations, too. Because <laughs> people would go to Guitar Center. That was just one step of it. Like, okay, let me go buy a, a Triton. Let me go buy an MP. And they never learn how to use it, ever. You know what I'm saying? They just had it. Like, okay, yeah. just in case somebody dope comes by. Or right. maybe if I get the time to learn this thing. Like, no, I'm I'm about to sit here and just learn it, period. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to just sit here in my room. So I would, me and Majestic Legend from um, Black Opera, mm -hmm. we actually shared an NPC. And uh, he have it for a couple months. I have it for a couple months. And... Um, you know, I'll basically be doing home recordings, like, just with a CD burner, you know, and a DJ mixer, a turntable, and an MPC. That was it. And I had, a, like, a handheld mic that was coming from the karaoke machine. It was, like, tour. It was, well, we like to call it the junkie system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if, if a junkie could, <laughs> could make a studio, <laughs> if a junkie could make a studio, this is probably what it would look like. It's just all rigged up. It's just... <laughs> Wires everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a record, old dusty record player, some records, some CDs lying around, papers, wraps, and stuff. You know, it was just a makeshift little studio, man. I had a boombox that I was like playing everything out of. Right. This is just what was kind of like laying around, and I just put it together and made. And then I ended up making the song for Fifty off of this system. Really? You know what I'm saying? Off of this very that's system, that, off of that very that's system. That's crazy. Bro. And it went platinum. <laughs> like, wait, hold months, up. You like, made you made the song for 50 off that, like the rigged yes. up. <laughs> yes. That's wild, dude. Absolutely. Right. So when they was like, I just remember they was like, hey, man, so, you know, because at the time they're in New York, I'm in Detroit. They're right. not seeing how I'm making this music. <laughs> so then it was like, so what are you using, man? You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Like, I was like, man. <laughs> I'm trying to explain to him <laughs> what I got going on over here. <laughs> so I think that might even what got me signed. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, oh hell no, man, you can't be like. What that. was your uh, What was your introduction in the G unit anyway? Like how? Um, so it's a real funny story, man. So like, uh, you know how you have that moment where your parents be like, so what are you gonna do with your life? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm sure we've all been asked. Oh that. yeah. So, uh, you know, and then I was asked that. And then it was like, I was actually making a beat at the time. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, I'm going to make beats. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, okay, I'll give you the the short story long a little bit. So my homie had met Kanye West in Northland Mall. Really? <laughs> this is some hood Northland Mall. shit right here, bro. Not even a thing anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. shit down. Northland Mall, bro. He met Kanye. And, like He was just walking around Northland, dog, with the rock chain and all this. Nobody recognizes him. He's not Kanye West of how, today. Uh, how, how, what year was this, roughly? I don't even know. Probably about... Uh, Oh four, yeah, okay. So like college dropout was Five. just starting to like, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah. So they, but they know who he is. Right. They hip hop heads. Yeah. They like, oh Kanye. Like his face wasn't even out there yet, like that yet. <clears throat> so um, they met him, and then they said they met him and his manager. I wasn't there, so somehow, some way, I looked up his manager, 
And I called him and was like, hey, I'm the guy you met at the mall in Detroit. <laughs> hey, let's set up an interview. <laughs> or let's set up a meeting. That's awesome. <laughs> so I made my way to New York and acted like I was them. You know, I'm like, man, I ain't going to remember who it was anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like some dudes in Detroit, you know what I'm saying? They was like, all right, bet, you know. So like <laughs> I get all the way to New York. My man is not there. Shout out John Monopoly. I never still met you. <laughs> and uh, you know, I get all the way. Oh man, can you imagine how I felt, bro? Wow. It was like I get all the way to New York. I used my last little twenty dollars to get out there, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I got like five copies of my little beat, uh, my little demo or whatever. And uh, man, he was like, "Man, we stuck in Chicago." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, one of my pops homies, because my pops stayed in New York for a little bit, you know. And one of my pops homies, he was like, you know, he was somebody who wanted to intern for my pops. And right. He just let me sleep on the couch for that particular night. I was supposed to be there for like one day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know nobody in New York. This is my first time in New York. Like, I mean, you know, going out there by myself. Yeah, man. So. Uh, I gave him a copy of the CD, you know what I mean? And he was, somehow he knew 50 of them or 50's people or whatever. And uh, I, I gave, you know, I, he said, clean it up. And I gave, cleaned it up. He, he said, uh, give it to him. And he passed it on to the 50 of them. And then basically, like, he was like, yeah, they like it. And then that was it. Like, he didn't say, like, yeah, I'm about to plug you in or nothing. Like, it was like he played it and they, like, probably nodded their head, like, hell yeah, this shit's sweet. It was like no, you know, no nothing. Right. It was like, yeah. okay, what else, bro? <laughs> yeah. There was no verbal acknowledgement whatsoever. It, it, was it like, wasn't yeah. like, hey, I'm about to put, I'm about to push you with him. Like, no, it was just like, yeah. They who like, heard it? Was it Shaw Money or was it? I don't know who heard it. I think it could have been all of them. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because this is just my first CD out there. Right. So he played it for him. So could have been. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So I mentioned to one of my other homies, actually this was 2004, so uh, I mentioned to one of my other homies in New York, yo, I heard that G-Unit was messing with my music, they like it, but ain't nothing coming out of it, I don't know what's up. <laughs> he was like, man, I know them dudes, man, I'm about to call them right now. He called them on a three-way, Deep Prosper picks up, he says, man, give Nick Speed my direct number, blah, blah, blah. So I sent him another CD on some FedEx $30 overnight stuff, you know what I'm saying? And... Uh, they they picked the beat right off that first CD. And then from there, man, it was just like, I kept sending music. And then they came to Detroit, and I met them. They hit me up when they came to the D. They like, yo, we in the city. Come through, holler at us. Come meet us and all that. So I, you know, came and hang out at a little party. Like, actually, the strip club, Legends, right now. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's where they was at. And, um, you know, I went in there. And, uh, we was, you know, I met 50. 50 walked up, introduced himself to me. I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, what up, man? I'm 50, man. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so that was the biggest surprise of, of all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, wow. You know, and, and then uh, I kept sending music, everybody icy and all this. And that's in a time period, too, where 50 Cent and G-Unit is like the biggest After thing in the fucking the planet. The biggest thing on the planet. <laughs> oh, <four>, yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing on the planet, bro. Literally, bro. And, I, and, they, got, and they listening to my music. So I'm like, you know, I'm kind of tripping. So, like I said, I just kept sending music. And little did I know they were kept recording to my music. I didn't know they was recording to my music. I just kept sending it. Yeah. Like, forget it. If you don't like that one, I'm going to send another one. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, Lloyd Banks, um, the big withdrawal album, was a leak. Because somehow, somewhere he left it over some girl house or something. <laughs> and when it leaked out on the internet. That's wild. It, right. was, 
it was like six of my songs on there. Six of my beats on there. Uh-huh. So I like called my mans and I'm like, yo, I didn't know. Like, I, just imagine me skipping through the CD, you know? I'm like, whoa! <laughs> That's mine! <laughs> Dog, I didn't know they rapped to this. Like, they didn't tell me any of this. <laughs> At this point, I thought Lloyd Banks might have got on one song. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't have a copy or anything. Like, somehow I had a bootleg of it in, in Detroit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, dog. Like, whoa, I didn't even know y'all was rocking with me like this. <laughs> I'm all over that CD, bro. You feel me? So, like, uh, you know, so 50 ended up getting on one of the tracks that Lloyd Banks actually got on. Uh, I think I think Lloyd Banks called it Another Day, Another Dollar, but 50 Cent called it What If mm-hmm. and put it on the Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack, which when 50 got on it, that's when they wanted to sign me. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wanted to sign me after that. Like, no, nah, you got to be part of our production team. So, and they was trying to hurry up. It was like right. August, and the album came out in November. So they was like kind of rushing me to do this paperwork. And I'm like, you know, okay, hold on. Let me get it to my lawyer real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Switch a couple of these numbers around, you know. Yep. Put it in my favor. But they was they're trying to get it done anyway, so I was able to get it done in my favor. You know what I'm saying? Right. Percentage-wise, so it worked out. You know, and then um, I continued to produce for them, like, after that, like, on a lot of their mixtapes, especially Lloyd Banks, but... Uh, you know, 50, uh, Mob D, uh, MOP, Mace, like, Mace is even over there for me. It was, you know, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, right after the Breeze stretch, like, Shake Mace, he went over to G in it, right? Yeah, yeah for a quick yeah, second. I all about so that. Yeah. What I heard is he recorded to one of my tracks, like, Snoop Dogg. Like, so basically, you know, Shot Money was like, yo, man, whoever I got access to, you got access to at this point. That's what's up, man. So I was like, cool, you know what I'm saying? So Tupac remixes, official remixes, like, like they didn't even email it like it was some old <laughs> some old computer man I don't even know how they sent me this stuff man <laughs> it was like some computer stuff like um, I, I never even seen it again bro I swear like <laughs> is that what got you linked up with Talib too because I know you yeah, did a song yeah with actually because I had met Talib uh, before that but I never tried to offer him no beats or nothing mm-hmm. I just met him in Detroit hanging out with like Slum Village LZI and all mm-hmm. that but like you know uh, Shy Money put me with uh, Talib man and to this day, Talib is one of my closest homies in the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every time he comes to the D, we link up. That's awesome. You know he's, one, he's one of the people that brought me back to hip-hop. Because there was a time like around like 2000, 2001 that I yeah. kind of like wasn't listening to a lot of it anymore. Man. And then Quality came out. It's so it crazy, man. Up. And like, uh, <laughs> I've been listening to Quality for 20 years, man. I know. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Black <laughs> right. Star was like, that was my joint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... Hey, wasn't it one day where Black Star, what, uh, Tri-Quad Quest, Outcast, and all them came out? They were out? all here, yeah. No, they all came out on the same yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I think all three of those albums came out on the same day or something. It's like certain days in hip-hop Whoa. where it was just like a just big day for hip-hop. Like, crazy days for hip-hop. Like um, the day that It Was Written came out, De La Soul Stakes is Hot came out as well. Jesus. That, though, there was a few that came out that day. There was something else big. Because all of those just celebrated an anniversary recently. Just look this up. That's why we got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what? When that 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying came out, it was like, whatever came out that day, it was over. What was that, 03, 04? That was 2003. Yeah. I was standing there. Look, bro. If you ever been at a baseball game and it's like all they sell is hot dogs and that's all you can get, it's like, that's it. It was just like, 
if they have nothing but beer and hot dogs, that, that's what you get. It was like everybody in the entire line mm-hmm. when I went to get my copy on the first day was buying fifty. Yeah, I remember. Remember that con? Was it with fifty and Kanye that had their album? Yeah, that, like was one later, that was later on. Yeah. yeah, I know that was like what that like was for Curtis. Eight oh eight. No, it wasn't eight oh eight. It was graduation. Um, it was uh, gra- yeah, yeah, graduation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, graduation. Yeah, that was crazy too. That was a crazy day. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey, it was all good music. You know what I'm saying? It was all well. I guess no. Kanye, and Jay- <laughs> no Kanye, and J Cole, and Mac Miller dropping the same day. It was yeah. like 2013. There's a lot of shit yeah. like that, man. It's Certain crazy. days, yeah. man. It was just like I don't know. It was just some fire releases yeah. coming out on one day, man. Yeah. You can't even do that now. I mean, I guess you could do it now, but it's like it's so weird now, man. You know what I'm saying? But what I do like about um, the modern thing now, man, is like as long as you can get in somebody's phone, you good. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So you just got to figure out that. You know what I'm saying? That people are still figuring out. They still haven't fully figured it out all the way. No, they haven't. You know what I mean? Like, okay, what if I do a um, sponsored ad on Instagram? or You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like more Instagram and I don't know, even Facebook even a little bit. Like, you know, like I would say some of my true, true fans. Like, I got true, true fans on like probably each platform. But right. like, I don't post a lot. And and there's a reason for that because I don't want to be um, a social media personality, right? Because some people, some rappers, have become just a social media personality. You cent. don't <laughs> you don't know them for their music anymore. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, I don't even really post like that. I want you to know me for my music. Yeah. I don't want you that. to know me for my opinion on everything and all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. I feel like it's a necessary evil, though, at this point. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, that's yeah. just that's just me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know, I want you to know me for my music. I want you to like that music, man. Like, Neil, I know, like, we like we both <laughs> took in social media breaks at one point. Oh, yeah, big time. It's just like, it was like with this podcast and, you know, with my music, and I know how Nick is with his music, too. It's like, it's just necessary at a certain point to get stuff out there. It just, yeah. it gets stressful, man, because it's just too much, you're taking in too much information all the time, you right. know? Like I mean, it's all junk, too, for the most part. It's mostly junk stuff, too. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. I can only handle so many memes a day, I feel yeah, like. For yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, I mean, we addicted to these phones. Oh man. fuck yeah, we are. You know what I'm saying? It's like my whole life is in the phone. Yep. Like, I'll never not have my phone on. No, there's nothing more like gives you anxiety worse than when you like leave the crib and you forget your phone at home or something uh, like that, and you're like, oh man. shit, Yo, <laughs> or your phone dies or something, and you're nowhere anything. near a charger or something. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah, that's that's just gets you anxious. But at the end of the day, man, um, you know, like I said, man, I'm. I'm gonna start posting a little bit more, man. I might hire somebody to do that. Or yeah, that me, honestly, is a smart move to do. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like, as far as like, I take a lot of dope pictures. I live the most fabulous, greatest life ever, but I just can't post it all. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm living the moment. What you talking about? There you about? go. That's how it should be. I can't be, always just hold. The, like, I'm actually concentrating right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But other than that, like, um, you know, like I said, man, I, I've seen some artists fall victim to the social media personality thing. Yeah. And people don't actually respect their music in the same way. Right. And they think that because they might have, you know, whatever amount of followers, that this amount of people is going to be actually interested in their music as well. But actually, they're not even actually promoting the music, though, anymore. You know what I'm saying? They're more or less just like... Ha ha, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Like, and we've also seen how sometimes someone's personality on social media can work against their music. Like, for example, like Wale or B.O.B., just because they'll say some outlandish shit on Twitter. Oh, like people the, are like, I don't really want to listen to his music now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, Wale's like hey, always 
opinion. I is. might I might mess around and say some dumb shit. So at the I, end of I the have. day, I don't. I'd rather just not even say nothing. Right. You ever get those memories shared and you're like, oh shit, I posted that. Oops. God damn, that was stupid. Hey man, I'm trying to tell you, like, I've just in real life have said some dumb ass shit out loud. You know what I'm saying? So like, I know what I'll probably do if I was just Twitter fingers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, uh, yeah. Let me not do this. We bro. all do it. We or all. look how it's getting. Everybody ki- does it. I'm sure. Like everybody gives their opinion. Like. I mean, they crucify you for this stuff, man. Yep. Look at I some mean, of these young rappers like Kodak Black getting on IG Live drunk, and now it's like he's gotten canceled oh on boy. LA radio stations and shit. And <laughs> oh like, boy. it's like, man, man don't look. drink in social media. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? What Underground Resistance taught me, man, like, you know, their techno is almost like a faceless music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's a reason for that. Yeah. What they told me, this is pre social media artists. Is that sometimes the music is better than the person? Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. For it's sure. Very true. And that might be the case even in my case. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you probably like my music maybe better than me, or maybe you might like me better than my music, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I'd rather you just like the music. Right. You can like me, that's cool. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But I'm here to. This is my dream. I pray for this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like I'm here to entertain. You can't take that away from anybody at the same point. You can't take that away from you, like yeah. at all. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's like I'm not about to do no clown dumpster. I can't yeah. afford to not have this job. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm I mean, what else am I gonna do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like start over? Nah. Mm-hmm. No. I can't afford to do that. So I would rather avoid doing any dumb shit. You know I what I'm don't saying? blame you one bit. I'm staying out the way, bro. <laughs> and what people seldom think about for musicians is there's no healthcare plan for musicians. There's None no retirement plan for musicians. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? So like, <laughs> ain't no getting canceled, bro. No, no, <laughs> no. I can't afford that. You know what I'm saying? I work yeah. too hard, and it ain't no. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's like you. I don't even know, man, what to compare it to. But you know, it's just it's so many situations. It's like <laughs> that's like you've been living your whole life doing great, and then. You get pulled over on some insurance or some shit and go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah. the, you know what I mean? Something yeah. stupid. Yeah. Some old, Trying know, to drive to work or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, and that's how, like, you know, people that's like killers and all that get, get captured. Like, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's been killing people forever, but we just caught him jaywalking. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. That is how it's like. Oh, damn. Hold on. This fingerprint just actually matched up with, like, oh, man, you should. <laughs> You would have never got caught, had, you know what I mean? So it's like actually, this. that just happened recently. Uh, Did it? it was um, so some dude posted a video about how it was like a white lady calling the cops on a black dude for his dog humping her dog at a dog park, <laughs> and the video went viral. But the dude that called the cops was actually a big drug pusher, and oh, they dear. found him because of it, and he ended up getting charged oh, because his fucking own video went viral on the sucks internet. Sucks to suck. <laughs> sucks to suck. Uh, so, yeah, that sucks, See, that's man. what I'm saying, man. <laughs> who, who gave you guys phones, man? <laughs> Some of y'all should have never got this social media. They done put it in the wrong hands, man. Like, I mean, it's just dumb, man. You know I'm what I'm saying? Sometimes, so... so just hope Skynet don't go live. That's yeah, what I mean, saying. look, they always had America's dumbest Criminals. They always had America's <laughs> funniest home videos. Yep. So we always been into this. Yep. yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, since I was little, like we had reality TV. Mm-hmm. We had MTV. You ever watched the Truman Show? Of course. Uh, of course. Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So they was predicting it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like now nah, it's just out of control. But you know what it is though, man. It's just the fact that like the playing field is even. Yeah. So any and everybody can say something before. 
as a probably a music artist, I'm just imagining back in like, you know, Nas and Jay-Z early days or something. Only person could say something bad about you was a, probably a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a true journalist that worked for a magazine that only comes out every month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you ain't you kind of good. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. a way, like, unless you do some really, they not about <laughs> to just write about, like, uh, okay, like, he got into a fight last week. Like, it's old news by the time the next one come around. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so so they're not, not even like going to write about it. It's not like some, like, National Enquirer type shit. It has to be, like, somebody, like, yeah, credible. Yeah, National Enquirer, they, <laughs> yeah. was, uh, they was always on that. Yeah. I watched an interview the other day with Schoolboy Q where he's like, I just got to, he's like, I just can't take any of the social media comments seriously. He's like, I just got to let it go in one ear and out the other because they cancel me every other day for some <laughs> shit. He's like, he's like, they tried to cancel me two days ago for golfing with my white friends. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. <laughs> hey man, look, once you touch a certain amount of numbers, it's over. Somebody's gonna matter. hate on you. Yep. Like, trust me, bro. I, I done got it too, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 okay, if you touch, let's say, 70,000, 200,000, 300,000 or stuff, somebody got something crazy to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you I guess if I'm you're saying? getting a certain hey, level of hate, I'm, you're doing something I right. I mean, at the end of the day, Somebody gonna say something anyway, so you might as well just do whatever you want to do. There you go. Yep. Might as well just live in, your life. In my art, in, in my opinion, as a, a true artist, is somebody who doesn't care. Cause I don't. Yeah. I don't care what nobody got to say about me. Mm-hmm. That's why I wore this outfit today. Yeah. <laughs> I like that outfit. Thanks, man. You know, shout out to uh, Norris Closet. What is it? Uh, Naja, you feel me? She she got me together with this fit. Nice. But um, she do the vintage Norris Norris Vintage Closet. Oh, that's right. Where's that at? Uh, she does it, does it online, man. Oh, sick. That's so nice. So she just goes around and shops for vintage clothing, man, like all over the U.S., man. That's sick. what's up. Okay. And, uh, man, I got some favorite. Like, I'm, I'm a thrifter, man. I love thrifting, man. Yeah, man. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I found some nice pieces, man. I found some Burberry the joints. Shirt, thrift yep. shop. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Target. <bro. See> what <laughs> I mean? Like, the other day, this lady had some Maury's, bro, some Maury Gators. She had them for like 60 bucks in my size. Ooh. I was like, damn, I want them. But I, I couldn't get to him in time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She had a dope little Paris sweatshirt with the all type of colors on it with the Paris stitched in. I was like, yo. That's dope. That's nice. That's hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like the gators, though, that really got me. I said, she got some 1980s gators. Like these could, these might have been Coleman Youngs. <laughs> yeah, they could have been. <laughs> these are probably Barry Gordy shoes. <laughs> you That'd know what crazy. I mean? But you know, hey, man, I love thrifting, man. I mean, it's just like record shopping for me. Yeah, you know man. I'm, I'm a record. I'm a digger. I, I like finding records and like. You got a favorite record store? People's records. For yeah. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. People's. I go to Dearborn Music the most because that's Dearborn, closest to my I like, house. I like Dearborn Music. Yeah. yeah. Go there and then this, what's the one in Ann Arbor on like close to Main Street? Um, oh said, shit! Uh, it's like right across the street from uh, Necto. E? The one Sorry. Nitro was talking about. I think I, the one Nitro was talking about. The one directly across the street from Net, uh, Underground Necto. Sound. No, I started with E. No. Uh, Encore. Yep, that's the one. Encore. Yeah. Okay. Man, you know what's funny? I've never even been to Encore, but I know where it's at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever been there. That's funny, man. But I mean. It's a lot of little secret record stores now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I ain't scared to give y'all my little spots. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. I got so many records. I mean, I literally have thousands, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm one of them guys, man. You look like Quest got, Love's room or some shit? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. One of the I'm coolest. trying to get them all in one room one day, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. One of the coolest things I saw when I was uh, I was doing Beats and Brews interviews out in Nashville, North Carolina last year. Yeah. And they had this. I was just kind of just stumbling around walking downtown, like, uh, Asheville. They yeah. have this record store. It's like a record store bar 
Oh wow! Down there, like they have like a bar in the middle of it, but it's all vinyls That's and everything like that, and the cassettes. Wow! And then you can just go out and purchase them. Like this is one of the dopest things I've ever seen. Hey man, yeah. you know what, man? I got some stuff that y'all be so surprised to see, man. I got stuff just, you know what I mean? Cassettes, CDs, all type of vinyls, magazines, like collector, bro. Like, yeah. Oof. Music. I mean, I've been in the music since I was four years old that I can remember. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Since my Fisher Price record player playing yeah. Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had one of those uh, too. You know, I had Fresh Prince first album. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, right. uh, you know, parents just don't understand. Yeah. LL Cool J. Like, <laughs> like, I still got oh, some of them. You know what I'm saying? But I was also listening to the Smurfs. Yep, I, I had that. I was listening to uh, Mickey Mouse. Elvin and the Chipmunks. Elvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. <laughs> All right. I used to love those, though, because I was really watching cartoons heavy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was like, I get the record, it was like the same thing. It was like, right. you know, that was... For my parents, that was like a babysitter. I remember one I got. <laughs> I got the Arthur, like Arthur soundtrack, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, it could be Lion King. It could be anything, bro. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, it was just little stuff like that. I used to just listen to it. I used to... Hey, one of my favorites was uh, this uh, Mickey Mouse um, electric parade. I think they still do it to this day at uh-huh. like Disneyland or Disney okay. World. And it was like a record. It was just like, you ever seen those picture discs, those picture records? Yeah. Like, it was like just a big picture of like Mickey with all these colors. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it just was always inspirational just how the art looked on the record. Like it just looked sweet. That's dope. Him and you I talk about saying? album art all the time, dude. We got, you got to have your album new art album. right, Some man. stuff just yeah. look dope. Mm-hmm. That's literally you know how we saying? pick, especially if it's like a dry week or something like that, because we do a something old, something new, like yeah. every week on the show. Uh, when it's something like a dry week, like no mainstream thing came out or yeah. nothing, like we know nobody we know come out, like, all right, let's just pick something that looks dope. Yeah. The album yeah. art looks tight. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Let me listen yeah, to this. Yeah, man. Show. I mean, you know, hey, man, I know that there's just different ways to... Uh, Get music these days, like I said, in your phone. You might just scroll through and be like, oh, this looks interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, right. I, you know, at one point, we had to go actually to a place, like a record store, and thumb through stuff mm-hmm. and actually be like, oh, okay, well, let me see what this is. Like, it would just spark your interest. I discovered to, so much good music that way. Man, I love that way. It you is know what I'm saying? It's classic, just, man. It's just like it's like buying shoes and you just see some dope colors. That is like, literally how I found out about Jacko Pastoris. Yeah, that's that, you, yeah, oh, man. So, yeah, man, that, that is how because I, I went to that Dearborn record place. Yeah, and I I I just bought a bass guitar, so I'm like kind of learning that a little bit. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. yo, I want to listen to like some bass players besides like you know like besides like Thundercat or yeah, people yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, all right. He was like, yeah, you ever heard Jacko Pastoris? I'm like, no. He was like, yeah, he was like the originator of the fretless bass. I'm like, all oh, right, man. yeah, let's try this out. So I'm gonna listen to his record, and I, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Because he, uh, I didn't know Chingy sampled one of his. That oh, really? Everybody oh, yeah, you told me something that. Something came oh, yeah. pulling me back. Yeah, yeah it was, yep, yep. What was the name of that? Portraits of Jane, I think that was called. Yeah, I don't know the it, name of the original. Like, come yep. on, that's my joint. Yeah. That joint is so dope. Man, you might have to pull that up too, man. Just give him a little, a little sample real quick. Let me Just see. A couple seconds of it. It was that's Portraits of Tracy. That's what it was Portraits called. Portraits of Tracy. That's fire right there. Portraits SWV of Tracy? also sampled that. Did they? Rain down on Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's what I can't... Well, they was the first ones that I knew to sample it. Is it? Yep. Oh, this is so fire. Oh. All the pinch harmonics and shit? Yep. Yeah. Sounds nice. Yeah. 
That's all I need to hear, man. That was just good. That's beautiful. <laughs> that was just good. That was good. Hey, give it up for Jacko. That dude I, had a rough ending, though. But did you he, know what? Yeah. I, what yeah. was it, man? Because I know I can't remember. All what right. To so him, the gist of it, it was, you know the story too, right? Yeah, go for it. All right. So pretty much the gist of it was he by this point in his life he was really big into drugs and stuff like that, and then I guess he went to a club that he was actually banned at. Yeah. And he tried to get in, and then I guess like the bounce, like the owner kicked him out and everything, and the bouncers pretty much just beat him to death. That's pretty much like the long story short of it. Wow, yeah. that's what happened to this yeah. guy, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew that yeah. either. Wow, that's a terrible way to go out. Yeah. Ooh, shit, man. Man, look, man. You know, man. Hey, that's why. I mean, nothing against anybody who does drugs. You know what I'm saying? Because I know drugs is real big in the culture right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't. You know, that's one no. of the reasons I don't do that kind of stuff because right. they mess with your mind. Mm-hmm. This you is as far saying? as I go. Like, to be honest with you, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I know plenty of drug users. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know they know where I'm at with it. You know I know where they at with it. <laughs> and then, you know it's just kind of like. I don't know, man. Me growing up in the ghetto, you know, I saw it like we would pay the <laughs> we would pay a crackhead to paint the whole house for twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I never wanted to be that guy. You get what I'm saying? Dude, so it was like, we, nah, like E Man and I saw um Royce at Blind Pig, what was it, last last winter? Yeah, and then Nolan and, opened for him. By yeah, the way, Nolan too. opened him yeah. for sure. But he was like he was talking on stage because he I mean Royce has been sober for a while now and he was yeah. like He's like, trust me. He's like, I've been in both ways. He's like, I've tried making music fucked up and I've made it sober. It is make I make way better quality music sober. He's like, <laughs> right. he's like you might think you sound tight when you're on drugs, but then you sober up and listen to that yeah, shit and realize yeah, it's yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, hey, that's Royce's experience. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, you know, hey, yeah, for sure. Song, you true, know what I'm true, saying? true. To each his own. That's him. You yep. know what I'm saying? And you know, you had guys like Prince who was well, true. Yep. You know, at least. Besides the pills that he was on, he was supposedly anti-drugs. Yeah. I mean, but come to find out, all these guys was on drugs. Yeah. Yep. And then you got cases or, like David uh, Bowie says he doesn't even remember making Stations to Stations because he was so coked out, but and that's one of the I best mean, albums got, ever. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, so, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. Eminem. Yep. Yep, for sure. Lil Wayne. You know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was somebody Davis, bigger. I was just thinking. Oh. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. True. George Clinton. George best Clinton. Clinton. Best example. Clinton. Hey, and speaking of uh, them, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I feel like I'm the newest member of Parliament, man. Really? Because um, you know, I had an opportunity to work with some of them on something that's coming up soon. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that I am the newest member until they say it. But in a way, they, you know, Ooh. me being in the studio with a couple people, I did interview George, and like for me to actually work. Okay, I'll put it like this: I have a member of Parliament's, an original member of Parliament's. 808 at my studio right now. Original 808 Ooh. from 1980. That's what's and up. And he left with me. Damn. That's crazy. I thought he was going to come back and get it. Like, it's <laughs> over. Like, oh, okay. Well, this, I, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'll be back one day. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dave who made Atomic Dog. Oh, man. He's that's an Asian dude in, uh, in Parliament, man. Y'all can look it up. Y'all can look who, up Atomic Dog. Who was the member you guys just played with? We did a P Funk tribute set at the Loving Touch with Maruga Booker. Okay. Well, you Funk know, it's so many members, right? But like, yeah. you know, Gabe Gonzalez, uh, Piranha Head, different people like that that's been playing with them for years mm-hmm. have been my mentors anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they've been seeing me on the scene. We've been doing shows and stuff together. They play, you know, they rock with me like as far as on some shows and 
played instruments and stuff, but like, you know, they introduced me to George where I was able to inter- uh, interview him. And But like my pops helped make uh, some of Parliament's um, radio commercials back in the 70s. Really? Really? Yeah, That's yeah. Dope. My pops got like plaques with uh, One Nation Under a Groove on oh, it. Shit. Like, I love and, that album. Like he got pictures with everybody. Like my pops <laughs> is in the picture with everybody holding the one up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like do it on the one. You know, that was a big thing. Off the James Brown, do, do it on the one, which yeah. is one, yep. two, three, four, one, two. Just for those that don't know. The original metronome. That's the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like one. So that's just like if you're doing a bass, you'd be like, it's like basically yeah. you go right back to that note. You yep. know what I'm saying? So that's what doing it on one is. But you know, my pops got pictures with them and all that. He, he family, you feel me? Like my uncles and aunties and them was hanging with George and them. But you know, finally I had a chance to actually do some actual studio work recently. That's supposed to come out next year. So oh, I can't wait to hear that. Is that going to be on his uh, album? That's I think he's uh, on Brain Feeder now, right? On Fly Low? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, actually, man. But I don't know what it's going to be on. But I'm just happy to have done it. You know what I, I'm saying? I bet, man. I'm happy to have amazing. done anything official. That's amazing. That's a hell of a thing to put on a resume. Man, is, yeah. I've already done some official for Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've done some official for George Clinton, man. That's crazy. That's on the way, man. I don't even know if I was supposed to say that, but hey, I had to. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I saw it. He's featured on Fly Low's new album, too, man. That track wow. list looks fucking crazy. He's got Thundercat, I mean, Anderson Pack, fucking everybody's on it. No, it shit. was just a video. Uh, uh, George, like, he was in Tokyo or something like that, and he was, like, over there listening to uh, If I Ruled the World. Yeah. <laughs> love him, love him, baby. He was just sitting in there vibing. Yeah. Like, bro, like, George is, like, he one of the original hip-hoppers. He's, like, mm-hmm. 70-something, six, seventy, whatever years old. Yeah, right. And yeah. he just, he's a Leo like me, too, man. So it's Influenced like, Outkast, influenced Kendrick. Everybody. Like everybody. So it's like, he feels the vibe. Chili Peppers. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, he, uh... He said that in the interview that he actually made his whole band memorize, I want to say it was Follow the Leader by Rakim. Oh, really? That's crazy. And he knows that song word for word. You can look that up too. He knows it word for word. He could rap it just one like One of the Rock first Kim. people to put like jazz and hip hop, man. He, like, was, yeah. he was really one of the first people rapping. Yeah. Yeah, he was. This is a story about dogs. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. A dog that don't pee on trees. This is a bit. like he he was. That's why he's got to be on Tupac and them albums. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they grew up off him. Yep. Even like, see, and then his music was also also influential. So when I was working with my man who did, uh, you know, from Parliament, right. I was telling him that I was really introduced to their music through movies like Minister Society. Yeah. And rap albums like Ice Cube and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was actually born in L.A., so I definitely had a connection with West Coast music. Right. He was all over doggy style. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Just the fact of like hearing this music through music I liked made me want to research George Clinton and them. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what I was listening to. I was listening to rap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a rap music baby. Like, And then, you know, I'm listening to whatever was out. You know what I'm saying? Fat Joe, Slick Rick, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) And then like it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, man, that ain't nothing but George Clinton and them. And it's like, what? So it's like, I remember when I first bought like one of George Clinton records on my own at a flea market. It probably was a dollar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, my pops been had these records around the house. Right. But somehow I just bought this one myself. Like, all right, me, you know, it was like down the street from my house. Meant to be. Little, no, no, just yeah. little flea market, like little stuff. My man, it was an old OG dude. 
had it just laying around. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm about to grab this, man. I'm like, I got a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I said, whatever it is, I took it home. I was like, damn, this is sweet. Like, I didn't know this was so cold like that. Like, it's been in my it's been in my house the whole time, but I never knew. That's just like Motown. That's just like mm-hmm. Al Green. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You talking, right. you got to think about the stuff from before your time. Yep. And then you discover it later on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Prince, uh, Jimi Hendrix. You it's know nice knowing that shit too, because then you go back and you start listening to hip hop, and you're like, "Oh, I know this sample from yeah. this is the shit I've been listening to my exactly, whole life." Exactly yeah. right. Like you already liked it. <laughs> yep, right? yep. You didn't know, so now you're hearing the original, and, it's yep. like, and I was, it just makes it so much better. Like, yeah. oh, this is exactly. where they got that from. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like or like I knew the like Miss, uh, for example, most deaf Miss Fat Booty. I knew that song before I knew the Aretha Franklin song that that was sampled from. Right. You know what I mean? And when you hear the Aretha, you like, wow, damn, that was the original. That's what they. <laughs> So it just shows you the genius of the producer right. that sampled it. Yep. And it also shows you the genius of the person who made the original. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's why I got into buying all these records and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dre just, was a fucking genius with the sampling oh, because man. there would be so, like, I've he gone just back layer and layer them all up. Yeah, and there'd be songs that he'd pull samples from that you're like, what the fuck? Dre was listening to this? Like, <laughs> yeah, where the man. hell did he find this shit? Like, and it's Dilla, crazy. Dilla was one of the main people, too, man, like, as, as well, that would just, like, Whatever he was sampling, he it seemed like if you hear one of his beat tapes, you'll be like, you you Dilla made sure that you wasn't on when he was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I, let me sample this folk music. Right. Let me get this bagpipe record and make it funky. Like it's just so crazy how he might just mix some old James <laughs> yeah. Brown with yeah, some Dilla had his own with some structure. old sky music like. Like you, like what is this? Dilla did not follow any rules. Man. No, he had man. his own structure to so, everything. So if crazy. anybody yeah. has ever heard an actual full J Dilla beat tape, like I'm talking about top to bottom, I would I would recommend people to listen to like uh, what the installment 2005 or uh, the 2002 beat tape. Listen to it from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying they only be about 30 minutes. He, Dilla would probably. Uh, do about three, four beat tapes a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he would just send them to the industry. He'll just have them floating around Detroit. So me being best friends with El Zai, mm-hmm. I heard this music like in his lifetime. So I'm like, I'm talking about our minds would be blown. We'd be sitting in the basement like, what? <laughs> so it's like when you hear a Dilla beat tape and, and I'm supposed to be trying to make beats, I would just be like, oh, man, I got to go back to the lab. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It just makes you say, like, oh, I got to go harder. And Dilla was... Even it, it does that for me to this day. You know, we coming up on an hour 30. We might have to wrap it up. Bro. Okay. Right. But, I got to wrap it up anyway because it's uh, time for me to DJ. But <laughs> just to say real quick about Dilla, he was kind of... He was so ahead of his time, too, that, like, even the critical reception to his shit didn't come till later. Like, people didn't like Donuts at first when it came out. Man, and right. then, like, late years amazing. later, they were like, this is a motherfucking masterpiece. <laughs> you know what I mean? Donuts is one of the best hip-hop albums yeah. ever. Or yeah. albums. Yeah, ever. yeah. For sure. Just not hip-hop. Like, that's why you got the guy in the Smithsonian. That's why you got Dilla Day around the world. Like, I mean, like, I just seen something today where Dilla was, like, probably uh, the top five producer of, like, out of 30 or 25. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop producer or whatever mm-hmm. like that. And well-deserved. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and shout-out to Detroit because we got arguably the greatest hip-hop producer, yep. which is Jay Dilla. And we have arguably the greatest rapper, which is Eminem. And Royce. And Royce. And Royce the 5'9". Yeah. And there's arguably a couple more of them, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right now, I mean, the scene right now is fucking crazy. I can't wait for the people to start you know. blowing up out of here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, man, we on our way to Detroit. Shout out, man. Yep. And, um, man, beat some brews, man. We out of here, man. Yes, sir.
And uh, to close the show, speaking of Detroit hip hop, um, Nolan the Ninja just dropped his brand new album a couple like last week actually called Sporty. Shout out Nolan, man, my man, guy right there. This album is phenomenal. You need to go check Fire. it out if you haven't heard it yet. Um, the song that I wanted to play off it is called Two Cents, featuring another Detroit native, Chuck English from the Cool Kids. For sure. Uh, this, Shout out Chuck. This record's phenomenal. So here and, it is. And my Nick. dog, uh, Nicer Brooks, who mixed this album too, man. I don't, you know, he ain't, I don't know, you know, we don't, you don't get to see the credits all the time. Yeah. Nicer mixed some of these. Actually, at my studio, like not in my actual part of the studio, there's another room, but he did some of this album in the Penobscot where I'm at. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. Shit, man, we could easily do a part two with this. This has been a great for time, sure, man. man. Thanks for coming out here. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate we out. You. Yeah. Turn me up, son. Turn me up, yeah. All right. If I let you hold my whip and you crash my shit, I'ma beat your ass no matter how rich I'm is Off the strength, it's the principle, I pencil you in Nothing to it but to do it and I'll do it again It's all written, scripted like it's shot on film Real shit out here, you can get shot for rams Detroit City, baby, in the east side Maybe had buffs on at the kindergarten graduation A little bit of patience, I ain't with the waiting It's not that important if it's not about the paper And that's not how I feel, but you know it's real Cause if it's about the love, nigga, all of us be up why you at it? You should roll that blunt. Don't be getting spit on it like I ain't trying to smoke. Real live rap with the cape mixed batter. Whip it till it's soft like her ass got fatter. The engine too exhaust and the light peeling off. Taking flight when I cough, man, you niggas know better. Shit. Pick the stanzas, posture is steady, residue in the nostrils from blowing heavy, but shit. Check the medley, prophetic procedures. I do this, cause niggas is coolest to this new shit. Critics, you can keep your two cents. Support the trash, I chuck the deuces like that Chris Brown nigga. Your prodigy, keep it thorough, I'm ill. I thought you knew that. My skill is Mr. Miyaki, try me. Recommend that you probably shouldn't do that. Got bitches asking who that. I'm one of a kind, the type you'll never find. Rarity breeze, swallow my seed. Review the statement of LPs, collecting my cheese. Play punctual with my paper. If I'm on the papers, I need it now. I don't fuck with later. I'm not a waiter, my patience is mad thin. We need this shit.